Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into this episode, I wonder, are you a planner like me? Like, make your to-do list, check things off. And if you do something that's not on the list, You put it on the list so you can check it off. Yeah, if that's you, then you will love a free tool that I have for you. We are getting ready to do our 90-day mission planning in our Rooted Group Coaching community. And you can download the tool for free and do it on your own. Just go to erinharrigan.com slash 90-day tool, download that, and start your planning for this last quarter of 2021 that's coming up. We're gonna be doing our planning in the group on October 1st. So you wanna make sure you download your tool and then you can walk yourself through it as well. Again, that's a free 90-day tool. Go to erinharrigan.com slash 90-day tool to get yours so you can plan this fourth quarter. All right, let's get to the podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. And we are continuing in this conversation of the process of hustle with heart. So hustle with heart is what I call the way that we pursue success God's way. And there is a process to it. It's a four step or four piece process that starts with what we talked about last week is how God defines. So it starts with God defining, defining who we are and our identity and what success is to him and the purpose that he's given us. And then he directs. So this is the instruction that he gives us and how he does that. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. And then next week, we're going to conclude with the pieces that are really our responsibility in this, which is taking what we know and learn from the Lord in how he defines and directs, and then putting it into discipline. What is the action that we take? And then how do we continue to develop so that it's it's like a closed loop or an iterative process that The more that we learn about how he defines us, the better we are at listening to how he directs or to listening and obeying his direction, the the stronger we are at putting that into action or stronger in our daily discipline, which then builds our development and it continues to feed around in a circle. I also want to give you this visual. If you think of God at the center of all of this and then a circle around that which is divided into define, direct, discipline, develop. Think of that first half, that right side of the circle being God's assignment for us. That's the work that God does. He defines and he directs. The second half of that circle is really what we do. It's our responsibility, if you will. It's our alignment to his assignment, our obedience. It's the disciplines that we put in place and then the development that we allow. Now, rest assured, the Holy Spirit is with us along all of this, right? Along our our discipline and our development. But we're not just there to sit back 
and do nothing. We have a responsibility to move and to take action. And that's what we're going to talk about next week as we close out this series in the month of September. I can't believe it's already September 20th. And um, soon we're going to be planning for fourth quarter. So hopefully you heard that message earlier. Get on over to aaronharrigan.com slash 90 day tool so that you can download my free 90 day mission plan tool. It is the exact exercise that I walk through with our rooted group membership. And um, if you want to know more about that, just shoot me a DM and I'll fill you in because it is completely connected to everything that we're teaching here. All right. So you're going to hear me rifling around a little bit. I'm going to do some mostly in the Old Testament. Actually, we are all in the Old Testament this week as we talk about how God directs. So let me set the foundation of just how can we trust that the Lord who created us is the best one to direct us. So I'm going to start in, you see me put on my glasses. If you're on YouTube, I'm going to start in Deuteronomy 31.8. And it says, the Lord and the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. This is Moses speaking to the Israelites. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. And what Dr. Charles Stanley says, this is in my life principles Bible. You guys know, I talk about this all the time that God is committed to us. He works on our behalf. He has already gone out ahead of us. And that's why as overachievers, it can be so challenging because, you know, God directs us and then we take action and we're like, oh, but let me do three more things. And so we can get out ahead of him. And that's where we start to feel unstable because we're doing more and more and more. And God didn't call us to do more and more and more. He called us to do some very specific things. So it says that no matter what obstacle may be before you, he has already made a path through it as long as we obey him. And that is key, right? That's where we take our faith and we put it into action through trust and obedience. So this is this is why throughout the Bible, why we are able to trust him. He made us, he's already written our stories He already knows where we're going. He's already prepared for all of the obstacles and our way through. So who better to be our GPS? Who better to direct us in our business than the Lord? See, the world wants us to think if it is to be, it's up to me. And we have to go make it happen. Yes, there is action to take. Please hear me in that. But the direction starts with the Lord. All right. So now I'm going to take us over to Isaiah. And... um, See, you hear me rifling around the prophet Isaiah, and we're going to go to Isaiah 30, 21. It's interesting here in my life principles Bible that Dr. Stanley writes that, that obedience is an adventure and obeying the Lord is an adventure. And of course it is right because he knows what's going to happen, but we don't, but God intended our walk of faith to be a joyful adventure of love and trust So this is what it says in Isaiah 30, 21, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. And whenever you turn to the right or whenever you turn to the left. So no matter where we go, if we're focused on him, then we begin to understand how he is guiding us along this adventurous path for his will. and. Obviously, we're here talking about business, but this is true about life. Where I feel the disconnect happen for most ambitious women of faith and business is that 
We get that he runs our life, but when it comes to our business, either we think he's too busy or we think we got it, right? No, no, no. He is the center of all of it. He is the center of all of it. No matter how he directs you, Dr. Stanley says, trust him and do exactly as he says. Absolutely. Even when it makes no sense, even when people think you're crazy, even when you know, the voice, the enemy is telling you like, did he surely tell you to do that? Like he did to Eve. Like he's very good at twisting God's word, but our job is to be obedient and to trust that he is directing us. Now I'm going to take us over to Jeremiah 10, 23. And this is what it says. Oh Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. Like even Jeremiah is saying, Lord, listen, I get it. Like we are not supposed to be directing ourselves, right? And God made us to depend on him and to look for his direction and his guidance. And we commit ourselves to him, not only for salvation, but for everything we need And where we go in every moment, we commit ourselves to him. We are obedient to his direction. But how do we know that voice? How do we know that's him directing us? Well, we can only know that when we get to know his character. And we can only get to know his character by being in the word. And we can only do that when we establish a daily discipline for starting and ending our day with him and taking every question, every decision, every action to him and saying, Lord, is this what you have given me to do? It's about praying over that to-do list and realizing that it's not just about being productive and checking off the list, that Jesus has already claimed victory. We're just walking out what God has already given us, right? He's already directed and written all of this story. All right. The next place that I'm going to take us is to another Isaiah. I love the wisdom of Isaiah. It's just so beautiful. And in Isaiah 48, 17, it says, thus says the Lord, your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. He leads us through easy circumstances, difficult circumstances. He guides us for us to do what he's predestined us to do, as it says in Ephesians 2.10. Why would he not guide us like a good parent? Why would he not discipline us like a good parent? He loves us. He wants us, you know, to have abundant, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see me doing some air quotes, life. Not like abundance, like new age, universe, law of attraction. Not, Not that but he wants us to live out the life that he's planned for us. He wants us to grow into the people he's made us to be. And the only way to do that is for him to direct us and for us to trust that he is the Lord, our God and our redeemer, that he can redeem even our missteps, that he can redeem even the small steps in the wrong direction. Oh, so beautiful. All right, I am gonna take us now over to Proverbs. So Proverbs 16 talks a lot about how the Lord directs our steps. And I just want to give a quick plug that my friend, Dr. Sherry Yoder and I, um, she is the, the podcast host of the Thriving Thoughts podcast. She's a thought coach. And 
She and I do a show on Fridays on YouTube at 2 p.m. called The Proverbial Masterminds. We're walking through the book of Proverbs one chat, one verse a day, and then we're talking about it once a week. And so if you'd like to tune in, please go do that. The link is in the show notes. Uh, but we're having a, ro- a lot of fun just being daughters of the king, minding the master's wisdom. So in Proverbs 16, I'm going to take us a couple of places. Really all of 16. I mean, honestly, it, it's it's just so chock full of this whole idea of the Lord directing us. But in 16.3, it says, commit your ways to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. So first and foremost, the way you're thinking will be established. So when we redefine hustle, when we begin to pursue success God's way, when we walk out this hustle with heart journey and we're walking this path that we talked about of that process of him defining and directing us and then us putting that into discipline and development, it changes how we view business, which then changes how we do business because your thoughts become actions. But when we commit our ways to him, he establishes our thoughts. He takes those thoughts and creates them to be what he wants. And then in 16.9, which we're all familiar with, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So it's not just about asking him to bless what we've already done or to um, to take what we're doing and say, okay, Lord, can you just say that's okay? It's about devoting ourselves to his plans before, during, and after we do the work. So he's establishing our thoughts. He's establishing our steps. And again, I don't know how many ways to say it, but like who better to do that than he who created us and knit us together in our mother's womb and he who knows every hair on our heads, right? He who created this masterpiece. Like who better to direct us than the Lord? All right, next place I'm gonna take us is I'm gonna finish us up in um, Psalm and uh, one more proverb. So Psalm 32, eight says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with, my eye, that he is constantly watching and guiding, and then he can redirect us as necessary. I often have talked about that God is our ultimate GPS, but that until we move, we don't know necessarily, that doesn't allow him to redirect us until we move. We're going to talk more about that next week, but that he's always watching and that he's guiding every step that we take, but we have to take the step, right? We have to take the step. All right, I'm going to finish us up today in Proverbs 4, 11, and this is what it says. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. Mm. I mean, just think about that for a second. He has taught us in the way of wisdom, and he has led us in the right paths. It's up to us to decide if we're going to be devoted and committed to staying within his will. I just want to go to 12, Proverbs 4, 12, because it says, when you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. How is that possible? Because we're in his will and he's holding on to us and he's guiding us with his eyes and he's directing our steps and our thoughts. I don't know about you, but when I'm trying to do it all myself, and running my own show, if you will, I have a tendency to stumble. I have a tendency to fall. And I have a tendency for my steps to be hindered. In other words, the work that I can do on my own cannot have nearly the impact 
or the effect or the results that the work I do under God's direction can have, right? So if you think about it from that perspective and allowing him to direct us, that second piece of this whole hustle with heart process is so critical to walking out what he's given us to do in this vehicle of our businesses. Mm. I hope that that's a word for someone. Would you let me know? Would you screenshot this and share it on social and tag me, tag a friend that could really use this, this insight and um, definitely DM me. I'd love to hear how this is hitting for you because I'm not just here to talk to myself, although I am very often talking to myself in all of this because I'm just walking this out just like you. Um, You are not alone. I am here with you but I'd love to hear how this is striking you. All right, make sure you tune in next week because we're going to finish up this process with the discipline and the development, um, taking from God's assignment and God's work and now moving into what do we do with that and how do we do it? And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business with God as your most powerful business partner. Listen, I get so excited about your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you shout out, please tag me. You can follow me on Facebook as The Hustle With Heart Coach and on Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle With Heart, visit erinharrigan.com and pick up your free copy of chapter one of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle With Heart. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.